Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Welcome to episode 15 of the Into the Lab podcast brought to you by the Sport Gene and powered by the Mothership Overtime Heroics, where we are the exclusive NFL Pick'em episode for this week. We have our panel of experts bringing the latest information straight to your ears. And like always, if you are a betting person, stay tuned for our expert picks on money line options and picks against the spread. I'm the sports analyst leading you through today's Lab Power Hour, Ernest Silva at the Sport Gene for those listening. And get ready for this show to get started from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas. If you've been following along, our experts from across the nation have been steering you to some great picks, some great laughs, and maybe some not so suitable for work humor. But tons of fun with sports analysis on this week's NFL matchups ahead. So before we get started on the latest buzz in our three-round segment, let's see who our panelists are for today's show. Our first panelist from New Brunswick, Canada, keeping you up to speed with NFL betting and fantasy football news. Twitter handle at PicksJohn, not here. John Matthews is absent, so that's wrong. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is hilarious. All right, so our real first panelist is going to be, uh, goes by the most interesting name in the world, Just Paul, football hockey gambling writer for Overtime Heroics. Twitter handle at SteelCurtainPEH. Paul. What's going on, guys? Let's get it this week. If my last two, two weeks haven't proven anything, this week is not getting off to a good start. Our second <laughs> panelist, a fantasy football and NFL betting expert, switching between whiskey, milk, and beer, making his picks from Bali, Indonesia, the biggest wrestling fan in the world, Twitter handle at Dre2124, Dre Rogers. Good morning, guys. I apologize for my performance last week, but uh, wrestling has been picking up a lot the last couple of weeks, so my mind was somewhere else. I apologize for that. That's okay, Dre. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be apologizing quite a bit. Our third panelist, a Falcons beat writer for Overtime Heroics and fantasy football expert for Time Skewed, a specialist in all things football, Twitter handle at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist. I, w- I would like to give another apology just like Dre did. Uh, I'm sorry for all the crappy picks I made. Uh, I have not focused on this week's games either because there's a, a very big high school football game this Saturday. We are playing in the championship, and I couldn't be more psyched for that. So uh, this is going to be a good week. Uh, I-, I hope that luck translates hey, congrats, to my Miles. Our fourth and final panelist from the great city of Pittsburgh, a contributor for Fansided. Twitter handle at VMoneySports. Vaughn Dalezell. Hey guys, happy to be back after missing part of last week. 
Happy to say my Steelers got it done again. But uh, Cleveland this week, I don't know, man. It's going to be a conversation we're going to have to have. Yes, it is. We'll have a big debate on that. And although I did introduce him and he's not on the show, John Matthews and the great Steve Rice are not going to be with us this week. So we uh, special shout out to both of y'all. Um, and we hope that you guys are having a good evening. But let's get started with some news from around the league, starting in our round one segment. And we're going to start off with Paul. Paul, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. What a run they're making. We talked on this show a few weeks back that we did, we, we actually stated that the Steelers were going to make a run because of their type of schedule being a little bit of a cupcake schedule in the second half. Talk to us. Are the Steelers, for the third time in three weeks, are they a playoff team? I, I finally, finally come around to this. So... Looking today, not even a crazy scenario right here. If they split with Cleveland, that makes them six and five. They beat Arizona and the Jets, that makes them eight, uh, eight and five. And then they beat Cincinnati nine and five. And then they split with Buffalo and the Ravens, that makes them ten and six. Ten wins should get them in in the AFC. Um, I'm kind of a little bit leery on this game. Uh, tomorrow so we'll get into that with the picks but I mean the schedule sets up very favorably for them and with the way the defense is playing uh, I just say I, I, I see 10 and 6 now before I didn't see I didn't see how they would get there but now after getting that win that was a huge win over the Rams uh, probably one that they were not expecting to get so I can see them going 10 and 6 and making the playoffs now so you see them as making the playoffs, and this is open to the whole panel, but do we see them as a legitimate playoff team that can win a round, or are they just a team that's going to be, okay, they're in? No. No, they're in and they're out. I mean, if you're talking about somebody like, you know, whoever comes out of the South, if they get the Colts or, you know, the Texans, I mean. The Titans, you know. Any of those they so, can beat. Yeah, you know, something like that, maybe. But they're not they're not a serious, like, Super Bowl contender. contender. And, yeah, they're, they're they get that. I'll tell you, anybody but New England and Kansas City. I mean, the Chargers would be a good team, but they it could beat the Ravens. Yeah. They, yeah, but they barely lost to the Ravens, and they were, you know, injured the whole time. Yeah. And, and plus, with, with it being an, a divisional rivalry, I mean, those things are just so unpredictable. Give the playoff atmosphere to be even more intense. I, I'd like to see that. I'd love to see it's it. Really, a buck, it's really just a the buck. defense that makes them a contender. Yeah. I mean, the defense is what – they held the Rams to three offensive points. Yeah. I mean, off a of bye week, give them give, give the Rams that. But, I mean, it's, it's really the defense that makes them what they are. This, the offense is no threat, I think, in the playoffs to anybody, no. to be honest. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's, let's take the story offline, though, and talk about a player who's not in the NFL, and it's not Antonio Brown, thank goodness. Is it a gimmick or is it real? Is the Colin Kaepernick uh, tryout for multiple NFL teams a real deal? Talk to us, Miles, on that. So uh, this is the second week in a row I'm reporting on a player who's holding workouts and is currently not on a team. Uh, what I'm hearing so far is that they are not scouting Kaepernick for this season. Obviously, they're scouting Kaepernick for 2020. They're looking at his readiness. They're going to see if he's staying in shape, if he can play as a if he can come in and play as a starting quarterback. Um, it's interesting because with the amount of injuries we've seen this year, and tons of backups have been coming in. Uh, 
whether Kaepernick gets on a team as a starter, even as a backup, I think we're going to see him next year. I would give it about an 80% probability that we see Kaepernick on the field next year. Uh, teams like Chicago can make a jump at him if they don't go after Cam Newton. Uh, he could be a mentor to Trubisky or he could be Trubisky's replacement. You never know. Um, he could be a mentor to one of the teams that draft a quarterback in this class. Like if Miami goes after Tua, then we could see Kaepernick and Tua. Uh, I don't think he'll hold a legit starter role next season, but I believe he'll come in as a mentor, but show that he has that potential to be a starter and then probably will end up on a team by the trade deadline where he will be the full-time starter. I mean, we can wow. all agree, and maybe we can't all agree, but that Kaepernick would be starting with all the injuries happening to quarterbacks this year. Do we have unanimous, yeah, he would be playing this year, or are we still on the fence about that? For sure, for sure. There's when you have Brandon Allen playing as your backup quarterback. Like, who the hell is that compared to Colin <laughs> yeah. Kaepernick? Yeah, but I mean that's the point, man. Like Brandon Allen is playing, and Colin Kaepernick is holding a, a workout. Like that right. is like I don't I don't ever it's, see I don't. It's insane. You can say all you want about I'm I'm a Kaepernick guy, but you can say all you want about you know what's going on, but that factors in. Like people don't want that. These guys, these owners don't want that in their locker rooms. They don't want it. Yeah. Now, according to the NFL, no media will be allowed on the field, nor in the stadium, nor will there be a press conference in or around the stadium premises. Right. How do you guys feel about that news? Yeah, and they will not. And they're not releasing the yeah. Yeah. names of the teams attending. I, I don't really like how how they're setting up right now with that because Colin Kaepernick, I feel, deserves better than how he's been treated and I mean a lot of us probably feel that way but mm-hmm. I agree with everything that's been said the owners don't want it and I think that they're not going to release that list and they're not going to send the top people in their organizations down to watch Colin Kaepernick play and I think that's going to be an issue because Kaepernick wants all the upper management there to see him and they're probably not going to want to provide that either this might just be a move to clean up what's been going on all along between them in my opinion yeah there's been some like even like uh there's a ton of players yeah, saying that this cool. could be a PR stunt, and that that's totally a possibility. Like this could just be, you know, teams covering up for the fact that they basically blackballed him from the NFL. But there's probably going to be a few teams there that will for sure look at him as a serious like quarterback that they could sign next year. It, with the way that quarterbacks are getting injured now, it's it could be a position of need, and that may be a sacrifice that a team will yeah, make. And I, I mean, him and his agents said they wouldn't have appeared if they didn't feel it was real, especially because he said they were reached out to by multiple teams, including a contender this year, that apparently wanted to see him throw. That gave him the impression that they had a legitimate shot, so they're going they're going to make the case. Although they they asked for more time, they were denied. Right. So. Dre, how do you feel about the Kaepernick situation? You know, I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, he's he's been he's been away from the league for a really long time, and uh, you know, it's diff- it, as we've seen with with uh, all of those players that have pulled out, like uh, Le'Veon Bell and and Melvin Gordon. You know, they come back and and and, and they're not the, at the same level that they were before. So, you know how. how what does it mean for for a quarterback who's been out of the league for a couple of years to come back and you know maybe like you said start for one of those teams that's using a rookie quarterback? 
but at the same time I do agree with what, what what's been said that he's probably a better option than you know several other quarterbacks that are maybe as backup so you know I'm, I'm not against it if if his workout goes uh, as well as he says uh, it might go then you know he deserves an opportunity to be back on the field yeah I completely agree with that. I, I agree that everybody deserves a fair shot. Let's just say it'll be better than views or, or equality so. views or, or whatever you may be with Colin Kaepernick in your opinion is, because I don't want to offend anybody. But that is um, the truth, is that he should be given a fair shot and fair treatment. And if they're not doing that, then they're wrong. So I think we can all agree with that. Um, when it comes to uh, updated player news, so Dwayne Haskins for the Washington Redskins will be starting the rest of the year. Big news for Washington and any fantasy players you may have with Washington's offense. Don't know why other than Scary Terry, but um, um, if you have a running back, might be a good option to be looking that way if you do play fantasy with, with the Redskins players. Yep. Tyler Lockett's uh, contusion kept him ha- hospitalized the majority of the week. However, he has been released, and according to Pete Carroll and him himself, he will play after the bye week. So keep an eye on that if you're a Tyler Lockett fantasy player owner. Um, other big news from around the league is that Giovanni Bernard more than likely will be placed on IR, going through another evaluation for a second opinion. Um, and Emmanuel Sanders, um, although they call him uh, basically a piece of steel, he is actually good to go from his injury, says he'll play this week. So lots of different players coming out. Um, any other shout-out players that have injury updates? Uh, no. John Ross. Very John Ross. Pick up Darius Guy. John Darius Ross is as well. Rice is gonna or uh, Ross is gonna be back for Week 13 against the Jets. So I mean, it, it is the Bengals, but that's got to be an easy start right there. Actually, I just put out an article, John Ross. Perfect, and I think David Njoku as well is uh, making his comeback next week. Says he'll be available. I think that's everything. Uh, lots of turmoil in Arizona. I know I didn't have this plan, but lots of turmoil in Arizona with the David Johnson situation. Um, just so many running backs. They have five running backs now on the roster, and David Johnson is not healthy. So, um, anybody have any other updates on David Johnson at all? Yeah, I, I just I just stay away, bench him, and don't even look at him. Um, and so we're. I don't. I don't see him being. After after this season, I think he'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, I think I think they they hit us, uh, they butted heads a bit when it came to philosophy of the offense. And I think he's done, even if he was healthy. It's sad. He he was a really good running back, you know, the past couple of years before he got hurt. But a lot of people are saying he's worth you know a fit forty five to sixty million dollar contract over four years, and this year has not proved that neither did last year. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him in the off season. Yeah. And uh, James Conner. Working out, correct? He had a full workout, so he should be primed to make his start tomorrow, correct? Yeah, he's a go. For tomorrow. And yeah, big pickup. And unfortunately for all, Mitch Trubisky is still healthy. So we will end the segment with 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 that news, <laughs> and we'll go straight into our prime time picks right after this commercial break. Before we start round two on the Sport Jeans Into the Lab podcast, we'd like to remind any listeners that if you play basketball and you are from the ages of 8 to 18 in the Rio Grande Valley, check out Triple Double Basketball Academy, one of the premier programs in Texas 
located at the center of the RGV in Harlingen, Texas. Find your young basketball pros practicing ball handling techniques, proper shooting forms, learning strength and conditioning techniques, and gain unmatchable experience with elite state tournament play. Follow on Facebook or visit www.triple-double-basketball-academy.org. Triple-double-basketball-academy, where each basketball player grows no matter what. All right, we are back from the commercial break. Round two, primetime picks. We have a slew of games this week that we're itching to discuss so we can get rid of those Week 10 fields and get right into our Week 11 excitement. We'll start off with Thursday night football where Mason Rudolph will be leading the Steelers. Again, and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster hopefully having that big game against the Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland... A three-point favorite at home hosting Pittsburgh. We'll start with the Pittsburgh uh, Smees on this, and we'll we'll start off with uh, Paul on this game. Paul, how are you feeling about Pittsburgh visiting the Dog Pound? Uh, I'm, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I feel like even coming into the season, I was going to be a split with Cleveland. Um, I'm obviously not going to take Cleveland because I'm there's no way. Um, but just a little things if you are going to bet Cleveland. The Steelers' right side of their defensive line, it can be run on. Now, will Freddie Kitchens actually do that? Who knows when they're second in the league in yards per carry, but 23rd in attempts. So, I don't know what he's going to do. Um, I, I think that... I think the only way that Cleveland can win is if they run the ball. If the Steelers stop the run... There's no way Baker's going to be able to throw into that secondary and not turn the ball over a couple times. So uh, I'll take Steelers to, with the upset. Okay. Kareem Hunt making his debut this week? He, are, he made it last week. He made it last week? Okay. I missed those stats. I'll go look that up. Yeah, Vaughn, I'm going to go. Field together. They, it, it looked okay, you know, but again, he didn't stick to the freaking run. He kept throwing it. Yeah. That's been, that's been Kitchen's. Uh, Achilles heel the entire season is Trusty Baker on, on and that line to pass protect for him the entire season. Vaughn, I'm going to go to you next. How do you feel about this game? Are you are you feeling the same way about those Steelers? Now, I, I agree with Paul that the Steelers and Browns are going to split. Um, it's it's bound to happen this year, and I think this is the part of the schedule where the Browns actually can make their run too. Similar to the Steelers' schedule, they have the Dolphins and the Cardinals. Uh, with the Bengals and Ravens. So they have this pretty much a similar schedule. And I think the Browns do get this one because of Kareem Hunt. That adds such another element to their offense. I do think the Steelers are going to keep this game close. Um, when I when I thought of this score, I went Browns 24, Steelers 20. And it's not because I don't think the Steelers are a playoff team or they're not on a run. I don't see them winning you know, five straight right now. And I think they're going to get the Bengals and the Browns again before they head out to Arizona. And they're going to win those games. So... Going against my Steelers this time, but I think the Browns are going to make their run starting now, get a couple wins under their belt. Also, this is like Mason Rudolph's first road start, too. So keep that. He's been at home for a long time. So keep that in mind. So, Vaughn, you're taking Cleveland with the points? I am, yeah. I'm going to take Cleveland uh, minus three, but I think it's going to be within a touchdown game. Okay. Now, I'm going to switch this over to Miles. Miles, how are you feeling about this AFC matchup? 
I was just reading uh, like a preview for this game, and the opening line was Pittsburgh and Cleveland, two teams separated by roughly 130 miles and six Super Bowl titles. Just to dig at Cleveland, I mean, that's funny. Uh, this is the battle of two underwhelming number one fantasy wide receivers, Odell and Juju. Uh, you know, Baker has been very disappointing. Whether it's a sophomore slump or he's just actually a Cleveland Browns quarterback, we'll never know, at least until next season. Uh, uh, I've I've definitely been trashing on the Steelers a lot, uh, but they they've been impressing me recently. I I liked that win last week. Fitzpatrick's looking like he could make a run at Defensive Player of the Year if he keeps playing this hot. Um, I wouldn't really say that uh, Cleveland's going to get any more than maybe one or two wins to finish out the season. I uh, just, I, I don't actually believe that. I don't think, and I think Freddie Kitchens will get fired at the end of the season. He just doesn't look like he's the guy to lead Cleveland anywhere. Uh, I'll take Pittsburgh in this game. I, I don't think Cleveland's going to beat Pittsburgh this season. And just with the way Pittsburgh's been playing, it's not their offense that's winning games, it's their defense. And if you're going to pick on a very, very, very poor offense, uh, it's going to get you a win. So a big game from Fitzpatrick this week again, I think, and the Steelers pull this one out. All right, and Dre, I'm going to go over to you. How are you feeling about this Steelers-Browns matchup? You know what? The the Steelers are actually 8-1 against the spread over, as an underdog over the last two years. So that's, that's actually pretty good. And I, I, I'm not really sure about the, the Browns just yet. Uh, and since they're the favorite uh, to win this game because of the spread, and we all know that Thursday night football games are the weirdest ones. So I'm just going to uh, go with the Steelers on this one as well. That's perfect. And, and I'm going to take Pittsburgh as well. I, I think Pittsburgh uh, is riding a hot streak. Um, given my cold streak the last few weeks, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. But um, I do like Pittsburgh. Bet on Cleveland. Bet on Cleveland. Yeah, Bet on Cleveland. on Pittsburgh. Sorry, guys. And, and All I, right, I I'm, like... I'm switching over. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, I'm feeling it this week, guys. Watch out. 15 and 0. Uh, we have 15 games. 14 and 0. So I, I want to be um, completely honest. The Steelers' defense will probably wreck shop. That They will win in the trenches easily. I think their defensive line is way more talented than that offensive line. Um, I look for uh, a lot of offense anyways, a lot of offensive yards at least. I don't see a lot of points, um, but I think the Steelers win this one. Um, and so we'll move on to the next primetime game. Houston visiting Baltimore. It is a rematch between Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson from their college playing days. How are we feeling about this? We'll start on, on with Dre. Baltimore, a four-point favorite at home. Cool. That's uh, that's actually a very difficult game to 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 bet on. I think, uh, especially be- with the uh, Texans coming off a of bye week. But the Ravens have been playing great football the past two weeks. Uh, they've been running the ball consistent consistently, and Lamar Jackson is playing MVP football. So you know they're at home. And I think we discussed a little bit about their defense earlier on. So I'm going to take the Ravens, but that you said four and a half, right? That, that, that spread's too high. You know, uh, 
Deshaun Watson is able to score a lot of points, and they get uh, they get Fuller back this week, so um, they're they're going to keep it close. So Ravens win, but they don't cover. Okay, and that's exactly uh, my my pick. So I'm actually going to be going to mimic that. I do have Baltimore win this game, but given Houston coming off the bye, a little bit pressure on the legs. Um, I do think there's going to be a way that Bill O'Brien screws up this game um, in the end. And so I'm going to trust uh, Harbaugh over O'Brien and trust that he'll be able to lead the, the, the Ravens to a game-winning drive, especially Lamar Jackson leading the charge. So I expect it to be a game-winning field goal or uh, a takeover touchdown right at the end. Um, so I'm taking Baltimore not covering the spread for this game, um, especially at home. I think it's a, another statement game for, for the Ravens and for the MVP bid for Lamar Jackson. Let me go over to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling about those Ravens? Are you riding that same Raven train, or are you uh, looking at the Texans to pull this upset? Yeah, I, I think the Ravens got a lot from that victory against the Patriots last week at home, and them getting the Texans is another tough one. But I do think I'm going to ride with Baltimore. I'm just not a fan of the bye weeks for a lot of teams where they get this momentum going or they have a small winning streak and then they, they get a break and come back and face a tough team. And uh, I just don't think they're going to be fully focused the whole way in Baltimore. It's going to get rowdy down there. I think it's going to be a close game, another game where I think it's going to be single digits. But I'll take the Ravens by, by four points because I think it'll be you know, a six or seven point game. But Houston could always put up points. So I think it's going to be a high scoring game as well. Perfect. So you're taking Baltimore with or without the spread? With the spread. With the spread. All right. Thank you. All right, Miles. Come on, chime in. What you have for this game? Uh, I made the mistake of betting on the Bengals and also betting against the Ravens <laughs> last week. I'm never going to make that first mistake again. I'll probably bet against the Ravens again. Uh, this week, I don't believe that'll be the case because uh, just the way they've been playing, they're playing really hot. Uh, the one thing is, is they are young on offense, and what I saw last week was some pretty big cockiness, especially from Lamar Jackson, you know, sitting on the sidelines with the sunglasses, joking around. Like, yeah, it is the Bengals. You could treat them like that, but you can't treat the Texans like that. Uh, this is a serious threat, so they need to be on top of their game, which as long as they take it seriously, they will. I, I don't have any doubts the Ravens as long as they stay focused uh I however I don't think it will be a four-point game actually I think it will be fairly close just because Houston can put up points but you know uh, so can Baltimore and I think that it will come down to maybe a two-minute field goal that wins wins the game by maybe two or three uh so yeah I'll go with Baltimore but not to cover the spread all right Paul bring us in on this primetime pick uh who do you have in this matchup I'm actually going with Houston uh, I think that Everybody and their brothers saw how Lamar Jackson played against the Patriots and the Bengals, and everybody's going to be betting on them. And just like Miles says, you're wearing sunglasses on the sideline. You're, you know what I mean? You're showing out. Well, this is the NFL. They're professionals, and you're not going to show them up. Uh, also, I think that I, I read a stat in Deshaun Watson, 6-1 and one against the spread and straight up when he's a dog at three and a half points. So give me Deshaun Watson to show out against Lamar Jackson, show how you can really throw a football. Yeah, and, and both quarterbacks obviously are easy starts of the week when it comes to the quarterback position. They're both going to put up big numbers this week. Um, and, and again, I would love to see Houston win this game. Don't get me wrong. The fandom inside of me screams to Houston, but I do think that Baltimore – 
ultimately win this game. I think at home, it's just a statement game. It goes with the rhetoric. Let's let's jump to the afternoon game, the Sunday afternoon game. New England visiting Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a three and a half point underdog to New England as New England's traveling on the road as a favorite. I'll start with Dre on this one. Dre, how are you feeling about those Patriots? Three and a half, right? Three and a half. Uh, you know what? Um, screw this. I'm gonna call my upset of the week right here. I'm taking the Eagles. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I can hear Steve getting on the phone. <laughs> Steve, if you should have signed Antonio Brown, they should have re-signed Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> So, upset of the week, Philadelphia over New England. Any reason why, Dre, or just because you want to see it? You know what? Uh, I I believe it's uh, do or die now for, for, for the Eagles. Uh, you know, they, they play at home, and, and uh, it's a time of the year when, when uh, you know, they, they get that uh, – the good, good weather, football, good football weather, and you know their their defense plays very well. So you know, I I just think uh, they're going to play a very good game, and uh, Miles Sanders might be the key to this game. So I'm 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 calling the upset. Okay, let me go over to Miles. Miles, are you feeling the same way about the Eagles? Fly Eagle, fly, or are you? Uh gonna go with the number one defense in the league oh jesus like i i I hate to bet on the patriots and it sucks because they're so good so obviously i have to take them a lot but i'm actually gonna agree with dre this week i've got the eagles and that's scary because coming off a bye week bill billichek's probably gonna have a massive game plan uh but there's probably gonna be some superstition in some of these patriots players heads about the last time they faced philadelphia which would have been super bowl 52 yeah uh and that was a game that did not have carson wentz but did have nick Foles, and then subsequently ended the eagles franchise even though they won that game uh carson wentz has been playing pretty good football you know playing like he should four interceptions only on the season that's pretty good uh the defense uh, for philadelphia is gonna have to shut down tom brady um i mean that, that this is probably gonna be the point in the season where we see tom brady start to decline and then going into the playoffs where everyone's gonna just say oh new england's dying oh tom brady's slowing down uh that probably will happen and then he'll show up in the playoffs and make it back to the Super Bowl throwing like 20 touchdowns in the postseason but I, I but this is going to be the time of the year where the Patriots slow down a little bit not necessarily start losing more games I think this will just be one of the games that this defense is going to one up on Tom Brady and that will lead to a Philadelphia Eagles win all right, let me bring in Vaughn. Vaughn, are you are you flying Eagle Fly too? No, I, I'm riding with the Patriots. You're asking me to take New England or Philadelphia out of a bye week, and those two teams play, get a week of preparation on each other. I'm taking the Patriots every single time. I'm taking them with the spread too. Not to say the Eagle. I do think the Eagles are in, uh, do or die, but Tom Brady's been here before, and I'm taking Tom every time. Perfect. And Paul, how are you feeling on this game? Uh, one of my favorite angles to bet. Out of conference, out of division, road dogs, or home dogs. So, 
I'm going to say New England wins, but uh, Philly covers the spread. I, I wouldn't touch this game for anything. I, I it's going to be in everybody's parlays, everybody's money lines. You know, I, I, don't, I wouldn't touch this game, period. Now, Vaughn, were you taking New England with the spread or just New England to win as well? Oh, yeah, I'm taking New England with the spread. I like them by like 10 or 11 points in this one, double digits. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, ever bet against Belichick after a loss, especially after a bye. And, and exactly. so that, that's my philosophy on, on sports betting with the Patriots. So I'm definitely taking the Patriots with the spread. I don't know if that means good things for Yvonne or not, but uh, <laughs> for, 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 damn for, it. For me, that means my Cowboys will be in a prime position to win against Detroit and get an outright lead in the division. So I'm a little biased on that as well. But <clears throat> the Eagles on their injury report today had Jordan Howard, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz. None of them even through the bye came off those injury reports, which makes me think that there's still lingering injuries, uh, not to mention the four defensive starters. Um, Philly's not healthy yet. And and so um, New England is... is uh, going to come in here and and going to play hard and they're going to try to get this upset win well for them it'd be just a win um and i'm playing that patriots defense even though a lot of people want to play the pittsburgh Steelers over them that might be a good play but i think the the, the patriots defense is going to do fine against philly um so i'm taking new england I, i'm taking new england with the spread now our sunday night game is uh quite a doozy we have the chicago bears mitchell trubisky led uh, visiting the Los Angeles Rams, and the Rams have a six and a half point favorite for this game at home. Let's start with Miles. Miles, you there? It's getting cut off. I- Miles, mm-hmm. I, Miles, I think we lost. There he, there he goes. Okay, so we'll let, we'll let Miles come back. We'll have him finish up here. Let's go ahead and start off with Vaughn. Vaughn, what are you seeing about the Bears visiting the Rams? I think we could see more defensive touchdowns than offensive touchdowns in this one, if we're being honest. Uh, I do think the Bears have a chance to cover here, and I think I will take them at plus six and a half. Feel more comfortable at plus seven. But I think the Rams win this game. Um, I don't. Th- I don't see them going on another w- losing streak. They went on a three-game skid earlier this season. I think they're going to put all. I'll take the Rams to win, but I'll take the Bears uh, within seven. Okay, perfect. Dre, let me chime you in before I try to check back in with Miles. Dre, how are you feeling about the Rams hosting the Bears? Uh, hey, Vaughn, did the Vaughn take uh, with the spread or against the spread? He went against. So, but is it six and a half or is it seven? It's six and a oh, half. Never mind. I, I, I'm still asleep. So. That's okay. Uh, you know what? I I think uh, Todd Gurley's gonna come back uh, for this game. Uh, you know, I've I've been saying it all year that. The, the Bears defense is not who everybody thought it was and uh, you know Gurley hasn't been that player either but I believe he's going to have a good game this week maybe uh, you know like 140 yards from scrimmage and uh, maybe just a touchdown but uh, 
you know, I consider that to be a good game. Uh, Rams are going to score points. You know, Cooper Cup is, didn't have a reception last week. He's going to come back uh, with Avengers this week. So uh, I'm going to take the Rams at home. And, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the Bears are going to be able to keep up with that offense. So, and an and, and offensive explosion is due. So I'm, I'm going to take the Rams and the cover. All right, perfect. Uh, let me go over to Miles. Miles, are you back with us? Yes, I am. All right. So talk to us. Who do you have in this game and why? Uh, this is going to be the most disappointing Sunday night football game all year, for sure. Uh, you know, the Rams last week got outplayed on both sides of the ball, even on their defense, which uh, honestly didn't even play that bad. Just the Steelers played a bit better on offense, which got them that win there. Uh, so Chicago is not a threat to that defense. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is just an eyesore. Um, I can't believe he's still the starting quarterback. I just, I would bench him at this point. Just put a backup in and just ride out the season. He, the ba- the, whoever the backup is there, Chase Daniel, will probably play better than Trubisky and they'll somehow make the playoffs that way. Guaranteed. Um, however, that's not going to happen this week. So uh, I could see Aaron Donald sort of waking up and having a big game. Uh, maybe a couple fumbles will be forced and maybe Devontae or Dante Fowler will get another touchdown. Uh, I'm gonna, I got the Rams in this to cover. Perfect. And uh, before I go to you, Paul, I'm going to go and get my pick. Uh, Dre, you asked me before the uh, podcast who was going to be the tight end start of the week for this week. Um, and it's it's Gerald Everett. I think the Rams come out firing. You're going to see a, an offensive old. They're going to make a statement here stating they are not dead in the water. They're here to make a run, whatever kind of run they think they can make, and um, and and make a push towards uh, establishing some sort of uh, wild card run. So, um, I think the Rams win handedly. I take Rams with the spread as well on this game. Um, and although the Bears spurned me last week, as most of the other teams did as well, I will <laughs> um, take the Rams with the spread. And so I don't know what that means for you and Miles Dre, but I'm going to bring Paul in now. And Paul, how do you feel about this game? You know, usually I agree with Dre, but I'm totally opposite on Paul Gurley. Like, I saw it last week in Pittsburgh. Todd Gurley is just the guy now. He is. I mean, he had gaping running holes that the old Todd Gurley is going 25, 30 yards. He's getting 10. Lucky. Um, I, I, I do think that the Rams will bounce back, but the Bears got the blueprint for it. They shut him down last year. They know what, you know, McVay is going to do. Like, everybody knows what McVay is going to do now. So... Buy it to seven if you can, and take the Bears against the spread, but the Rams will win at home. Perfect. Yeah, and I predict Gerald Everett to have a century game here, and if not one touchdown, possibly two touchdowns. I expect a big game out of Gerald Everett. Uh, tight ends tend to destroy the Bears, and they're looking for somebody that's going to be destroying that interior, and that'll be Everett. So keep a lookout for that, guys. Call me out on that. All right, so Kansas City going on the road to the Chargers, going to L.A., now, Kansas City is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Uh, let's go ahead and start this one with Paul again. Paul, why don't we start with you on this game since you let, let us off on the last one. All right, so I, RJ Bell tweeted this. This is amazing stat. So 
if you don't lose the turnover battle, you outgain the other team by 150 yards, eight more first downs, 14 minutes of possession. Since 92, the teams were 261-1. and one. Kansas City became number two against Tennessee. Crazy. So, <laughs> um, but I like taking good quarterbacks off a loss, and the Chargers are missing three offensive linemen, so I'm going to take Kansas City with the spread. All right. Miles, you feeling the same way about those Chiefs? Well, I'm a bit skeptical because I don't want to say that Tennessee has been revived since Tannehill became the quarterback there. Uh, I mean, they're looking a lot better for sure. Uh, I mean, it's not exactly like that. He was the reason that won, they won that game. They were kind of had a huge game, but they've definitely been playing a lot better since Tannehill got there. I don't know if it's a culture change or something, uh, but the Chiefs were a tough matchup. And he, Mahomes' first game back, you, you it, it's a lot of – that's a – big competitive game right there and the titans just won up to them and it was a really good game to watch actually i enjoyed it i i tuned in every now and then uh the chargers have been very underwhelming this season but just two weeks ago they shocked green bay and that's arguably the best team in the nfc right now next to san francisco uh but now i'm not even sure both those teams are playing really well uh so can the Chargers do it again? Probably not. I think that Kansas City just was feeling a little off. You know, Mahomes is coming back from his first game from an injury. He should have been out for more than uh, He's probably feeling a little more healthy now. And like you said, the Chargers are absolutely riddled with injuries, and that's never good for a team. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. But I, I'm going to say it actually somehow ends up being like a one or two or a, a one or two point game and the Chiefs don't cover. All right. Dre, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, you know what? Uh, after uh, seeing what uh, Derrick Henry did on the ground last week, uh, I think the Chargers do have a chance. You know, uh, they got two of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Melvin Gordon's finally playing back to 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 that superstar level that he was playing in, and uh, you know most of the bets are going on the Chiefs this week to to cover. So I'm I'm gonna do the opposite like I always do because I believe uh, Vegas is gonna do something on this game. So uh, I'm gonna take the Chargers and I'm gonna and obviously you know I'm that plus three and a half so that's that okay Vaughn why don't you come in with this are you uh, feeling electric or are you going to go with the Chiefs Chiefs in this one I do want I do think they'll get back to you know prior weeks with Mahomes and just light it up again but part of me really thinks that the rushing defense is a problem I mean the only team with the worst rushing defense in the NFL is the Bengals and that's, you know, for someone that has Super Bowl hopes, you can't allow another team to run for 148 yards on you. So I, I am, I do think the Chargers have started to figure it out a little bit. Uh, I was going to take the Chiefs to cover, but, you know, it kind of swayed my opinion there with the rushing defensive stats sticking out so much. So I have to go Chargers cover, but Chiefs do win. Um, but this could be the upset of the week right here, and it's, it would be a good game to end the week on too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a highly competitive game. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I think Mahomes is going to show out. 
I, I think uh, Kansas City wins and covers the spread too. Sorry, Paul. Um, I think uh, that that the Chiefs are going to showcase that uh, offense. I think there was some rust, but they're going to look they're going to look very good on offense against the Chargers. A Chargers defense that looks susceptible some weeks, even though they look pretty elite against Green Bay. That obviously could be. To me, it looks like a one-off, and and that the Chargers defense is going to have to really hold down a high-powered offense. Um, and although they've got ran all over in Tennessee, I I, I can see uh, Andy Reid and that and you know pushing that defensive coordinator to just only stop the run and see if the Philip Rivers can beat them. So we'll have to see. I think it's going to be a highly competitive game. I think any game that is in division is it's just so many unknowns. But I, I do expect Patrick Mahomes and Philip Rivers to have a bit of a shootout. So. Um, um, speaking of that, they can't afford to lose this game. Like, if they fall out of first place there, the playoffs become very dicey for them. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That, that division is locked up pretty tight. Yeah. That division, yeah, especially with the Raiders playing so well. So, very, very big game for, for all, all accounts. And we'll talk about that Raiders game coming up in just a second to see if uh, we have any more Cincinnati betters on, on the squad. Um, but that'll end our primetime picks for this week. We're going to start off round three with a doozy right after we come back from this commercial break. As we move to round three, want to remind everyone traveling to the Alamo City during the beautiful fall and winter seasons, keep SATX rated handy for the latest information on new events, restaurants, and giveaways so that you and your family or loved ones can enjoy the city with the hottest scenes. You can follow at SATX Rated on any social platform where they constantly do giveaways like being front row or sitting behind home plate at the San Antonio Missions game or courtside seats at the San Antonio Spurs game. Follow SATX Rated today. All right, our round three is our fire round. As you know, we're going to speed right through these and not keep you for two hours this week. But we're going to start off with the uh, infamous Dallas Cowboys going to Detroit. And we're going to do a little bit of a a trick pick here as we're going to make our picks with Matthew Stafford on the field and without Matthew Stafford on the field. So we are going to give you both of those bets. So when that releases by Friday, we'll know if Matthew Stafford is playing in this game. So... We will start with the Vaughn pick for this game. Vaughn, how are you feeling about them Cowboys on the road? Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Cowboys all day, whether Stafford's there or not. Um, I really like the Cowboys' defense lately. Stepped it up some. The offense is, you know, it is what it is. They're hot one week, cold the other. I think the Cowboys will hold it together versus the Lions. I think their season was over, you know, at the beginning. They did well, but they kind of fell apart there lately. So I'm taking Cowboys to cover easily. All right, interested to hear this pick. Miles, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, the Cowboys definitely should have won last week, agree. in my opinion. But just some bad bad coaching decisions and trying to give the ball to someone who is not even the reason that they were getting points in that game was a dumb mistake that, that you should have been giving the ball to Prescott every play and letting him make the plays because he was on fire that game. Um, they're not going to make that mistake this week, I don't believe. Uh, Detroit is definitely a much weaker defense, but they also, but 
I, I like to put this out every time Detroit comes up. That that defensive line is amazing. Mike Daniels, Trey Flowers, Demon Harrison, um, Ashawn Robinson. Like it is, it is stacked up there. Uh, so they cannot. They cannot win this game with Zeke, and they cannot force feed him again. Because if they do, even if Matthew Stafford isn't playing, they're going to lose again. Uh, but like I said, I don't think they'll make that mistake. So as long as Matthew Stafford, even if Matthew Stafford plays or even if he doesn't, um, I got the Wonderful. With the spread, whatever the spread's going to be. Uh, uh, depends on the spread. If it's... It won't. It won't be more than. It won't be more than. Yeah, I'll probably do that. They won't do it. Uh, uh, I'll say. I'll say no. I'll okay. say they don't cover. All right. Let's go ahead and Dre. Why don't I get your pick? Okay. If Stafford plays, I'm taking the Lions. And and if he doesn't, uh, Cowboys. But uh, they won't cover. Whatever the spread is. So there you go. Okay. Perfect. And Paul, why don't I bring you in as well in this game? If Stafford plays, then it's like six, six and a half. I, I don't think the Cowboys cover. They got the Patriots on deck, so you know what I mean? Like, there could be a little bit of a look ahead there. Um, if, if he doesn't play, I mean, Driscoll's just got awful. So, uh, I'll take Dallas to cover that way. Okay. We'll put the picks in right now as if Stafford's not playing until we get the, go- until we get the green light that he is, and then we'll put the other picks um, you know, guys, I, I was I was uh, distraught when the Cowboys lost. Um, to be honest with you, I hadn't seen Prescott play much better of a game in his whole career. Um, really kind of orchestrated a very good game. Um, and that's perfect because I want him to be perfect and, and on top of his game when we go to New England, um, which is probably what most Cowboys are thinking is they're overlooking this game. We're hoping that the Cowboys team itself is not. So I'm going to pick Dallas to win this game. Um, if Stafford plays, they won't cover if Stafford does not play, they'll cover easily. Prescott picks apart bad defenses. He plays very well against bad defenses. He's a field general at that point, so he'll look very good uh, no matter what. But we'll see a good Dallas team win at noon. So let's go ahead and um, transfer over to Buffalo. Oh, by the way, Dre, mark this down. It's the Michael Gallup game, calling it. Michael Gallup will explode this week. All right, so. (laughs) Boom. So. Buffalo, six-point favorites on the road, visiting Miami. Miami uh, riding some momentum. They're looking good recently. So we'll start off with Vaughn on this one. Vaughn, how are you feeling about Miami at home against the Buffalo, struggling Buffalo Bills? I've actually enjoyed betting on Miami this year, and it hasn't been that difficult in my opinion. But this one, I think, gets a lot harder with Buffalo coming to Miami. Uh, We saw Buffalo kind of slip the past couple weeks. And they, uh, they also blew the spread already at Miami. And this one, I think it's going to be pretty close to the line. I think six was pretty high. But I'm going to take the Bills to back it. Um, I think they're going to get a couple more wins, and then their season's kind of just going to dwindle away here, and they're going to hope for the playoffs. But I'll take the Bills minus six. I think it's going to be so, so close to that. I hate the line. Dre, how are you feeling about Miami? Okay. <clears throat> So, uh, uh, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm writing uh, Vaughn's pick. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, okay. All right. So, you know, I, I, I've, said, I've said it before. Uh, Fitzpatrick usually plays three to four great games throughout the year so he can get paid, and then he doesn't do anything else. 
He's played three in a row. And I believe this will be his fourth game that he's going to... We're going to see a Fist Magic type of game. So, you know what? I'm taking the Dolphins to win again. There you go. They're going to keep... Fitzpatrick's going to keep screwing up the Dolphins draft uh, draft order. And uh, they're going to win. There you go. All right. Well, I am taking Buffalo to win on the road with the spread. I think Buffalo's offense is going to look very good in this game. Um, Miami struggles against mobile running backs, especially pass catching running backs. And Devin Singletary may have a big game. We're not going to bet on that. I just the the game line script is made for it. So I'm taking Buffalo with the spread for this game. Miles, how about you on this game? Did you just say that they struggle against mm-hmm. mobile running backs? I think any running oh, back pa- is mobile. Pa- I think that's their job. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, the last time these two played, it should have been a Miami win. Uh, te- unintentionally lost that game. But a hot streak here. And, uh, needs to play his games to get his money back. And this is going to be Miami's last win of 2019 right here because it's at home. Uh, they played Buffalo well last time, and it was in Buffalo. So I, I think that they get this win and also screw over Buffalo's season a little bit here. Uh, I got, right. I got the Paul, round us up one. here on this game. Seems to be a split split panel for this game. How are you feeling on it? Um, I've been riding the Miami first half the last few weeks, so that's been lucrative, so just keep that in mind. I'll be taking Miami the first half this week. Uh, but the Bills are absolutely desperate for a win. They need it. Uh, they can't let this one slip away. I think this defense comes to play without, you know, Miles Boy, Preston Williams out there to stretch the field, Walton out. Um, I just feel like that the Bills will shut them down and uh, they'll end up covering. I mean, I'm with Vaughn on. It's an absolutely terrible line. I Josh Allen and that offense shouldn't be laying close to touchdown to anybody, but I'm going to say that the defense scores may cover. All right, perfect. We're going to switch this game the next to the next game, which is going to be in Minnesota. Minnesota, 10.5-point favorites hosting Denver. I'm going to start this one with Miles. Miles, how are you feeling on this game? Um, Minnesota is coming off of a win that they did not deserve, like I said earlier. Uh, 10.5 is quite big because Denver isn't necessarily that terrible right now. Um, they're coming off a bye week, so they got some extra preparations for this game. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll come out and shock Minnesota, though I wouldn't be surprised if Denver for some reason won this game. Uh, they get to have a little uh, Kubiak uh, reunite, reuniting with the, the Broncos there. Um, but I'll take the Vikings in this game, just not to cover. That That spread is way too okay, big for perfect. this game. I'm going to go over to Paul. Paul, how are you feeling about the Vikes? Um, I think they have a letdown after the big, after the big win. Um, they're also going into a bye, so they might not be 100% focused. I don't think the game will ever really be in doubt, but I don't ever really think that they'll blow the doors off them either like a seven point 
you know, 24-17 ho-hum victory um, and get into the bye week with a win. So I'm going to take Minnesota to win, but not to cover. Perfect. Vaughn, let me go to you. How are you feeling on this game? Yeah, I'm going to have to side with Minnesota at home here. I think that this should be a double-digit game by no means, uh, by any means, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, I don't believe in the Broncos quarterback situation or anything in their offense uh, compared to the Vikings' deep. So, I'll ride with the Vikings with the spread at home. Gotcha. Dre, you, are you with the Vikes on this one as well? Yeah, I'm with Vaughn. I'm with Vaughn on this one. Vikings with the spread. All right. And I am going to be taking the Vikings against the spread. I don't think the Vikings will be uh, covering that spread. I do think that uh, Denver will be the fresher team. And, um, again, I don't think Minnesota should have won last week either. Um, Do they pull off the win? Yes, at home. Uh, Not a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins should be looking very well. Um, but I, I do I do like uh, Denver playing this game close. So <laughs> Minnesota wins. I don't doubt that, but I don't think they win by 11 points. So he looked good last week in prime time. All right, so, so we're gonna go to uh, Carolina. Carolina playing host to Miles Bloomquist Falcons, and Carolina five and a half point favorites at home. Let me start with Miles. Uh, uh wow. That's all I got to say. Wow, the Falcons manhandled the New Orleans Saints in a game that everyone in and their mother thought that the Saints would slaughter. Um, a big reasoning here, uh, Dan Quinn is no longer a head coach despite still being on the team. He is He was relieved of his defensive play calling duties. Literally, like, it was announced an hour before the game. Uh, Linebackers coach Jeff Albrecht was calling the plays. And in uh, two-minute drills and on third downs, Raheem Morris, the uh, the DB's coach, was calling the defensive plays there. Uh, And that worked out really well. Six sacks uh, against an offensive line that's been really good this season. Um, We finally got to see Beasley. We finally got to see Claiborne. We got to see Grady Jarrett. Jesus. Um, actually, I just had an interesting stat out that was just tweeted. Um, 15 hits for McKinley, 10 hits for Jarrett, 6 hits for Beasley, and 6 hits for Claiborne on the quarterback. So they were destroying Drew Brees all day. It's really hard to square when your quarterback is getting absolutely manhandled. Going up against Carolina, a weaker team. And I want to say that that game was a fluke, but I don't believe that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to go with the Falcons actually to upset this game. Wow. Oh. All right. I knew you so... were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Vaughn, let's go to you, Vaughn. How are you feeling about this game? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a close one too. I was really biting my tongue because I wanted, I didn't know if I want to take the Falcons to win or not. But I, I think the Panthers are going to start falling apart. I mean, their dream season has to end at some point. They're not a playoff team. I think most of us will agree with that. So, you know what, Miles? You're right. I should go with my gut. Let's go, Falcons. As soon as he said his name, he punched out. So, I don't know if you want to take that as a, I don't know if you want to take that as a sign. Dre, why don't you come in on this game and tell us what you feel? <sighs> yeah, I'm not riding with you guys. Uh, Panthers are going to win this game. Uh, Falcons lost their best player last week, uh, which was uh, their tight end. He was having a monster season, and he's out, I think, for uh, like four or five weeks. So that's going to hurt them a lot. Uh, you know, the 
the loss of uh, Sanu has really impacted their offense because of him, because of it, uh, of, uh, of Austin. But but without him, um, you know, it, it's not going to be the same. And I think uh, Freeman's not uh, in either. Uh, we're going to get to see a heavy dose of uh, Sip Ryan Hill. And uh, I don't know, Carolina's at home. So I'm, I'm going to take the Panthers, but, uh, you know, they're, the Falcons will probably score some points uh, at the end of the game, so I'm, 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 uh, they won't cover. All right. And so, Paul, I'm going to go over to you. How are you feeling about this game? Just like Dre, Matt Ryan, patron saint of the backdoor cover. So that's what I'm doing. The, the Panthers win, Matt Ryan backdoors it. I, uh, I I love that pick, and the reason I love that pick is because I feel the exact same way. I think Atlanta might jump out on this game and, and kind of uh, put some shock into the Carolina Panthers, but um, I think Carolina find its way. I, 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 again, Carolina's going to be a little bit fresher than Atlanta, and I completely agree with the offense not being what it used to with so many pieces out for Matt Ryan, and even Matt Ryan's not 100%. So going to ride the Carolina defense, going to ride them at home, um, I, I do. I don't think they are a strong playoff team, um, but we'll we'll see how they look um, this Sunday. So Jacksonville visiting. Go ahead. Somebody else to say. Should we start DJ Moore on this one? Oh, Ernest, man, I am. I'm not a DJ Moore fan. Um, I'm, I'm more. I'm more high on Curtis Samuel in this game than I would be on DJ Moore. Um, or higher. More high is not a real thing. Higher on the, on uh, Curtis Samuel than him. I, I am big on uh, Calvin Ridley though. Calvin Ridley will have a big game for Atlanta. Um, Carolina's susceptible to, to the second options. Um, they don't read well in that. So, just my opinion though. Mark it down. All right. So Indianapolis playing host to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nick Foles coming back into the fold. Uh, see what I did. Indianapolis three point favorites at home. How are we feeling on this one? We'll start with Drake. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Minshew Maroon, what have you done to us? <laughs> it's okay, Dre. It's okay. Nah, I'm taking the Colts. Worst mistake ever. Colts win by a lot. This is not the the right option for the Jaguars. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so Dre, you're picking the Jaguars? No, I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> All right. Colts so, win by a lot. Colts Colts win by a lot because Gardner Minshew is no longer starting for the team. Got it. All right, Miles, how are you feeling on this game? Miles here? Oh, Miles never came back. Okay. Miles, we'll get your picks and we'll we'll read them for you. We'll proxy those. Uh looks like you're you're sending those in. So let's go over to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling about the Colts? Yeah, this is a tough game. This is one I don't think I'd want to bet on at all. Uh the Jaguars are terrific in Indianapolis against the spread. The only problem is it's Nick Foles' first game back and Brissett's first game back, so it's a coin flip. I think I'll take the Jags plus three here. And uh, I have Leonard Fournette on my football team, on my fantasy team, and he's been, you know, not a touchdown machine. Like, 
picks this up today or Sunday, excuse me, and gets one or two on the board receiving rushing. So I'll take the Jags plus three and straight up. It's going to be a close game. For my fantasy team as well, we hope so. Paul, let yeah. me get your, your idea on this game. I'm going to roll with the Jags. Um, I, I don't really have too many good reasons. I mean, the Colts are just, I, I don't know, they, they've kind of fallen apart. Brissett coming back, Foles coming back. So it's kind of a coin flip game. I'll take the points, and I'll, I'll say the Jags, they usually play pretty well against Indy, so I'll, I'll take the Jags to win straight up. I, I wouldn't touch this game. This is uh, this is definitely a tough pick because if the Jags were to win this game, it would make that Houston game much more important as well. Um, that Houston-Baltimore game, as important as it already is, may just make it even magnified even more. Um, I'm I'm going to take the Colts at home though. Um, I, I think the Colts uh, will will hold off the Jags. I, I, that Westbrook Foles connection, looking to see that again as well. Um, looking to see how Foles integrates himself back in the offense, get some rust off. I expect a first half full of errors by Nick Foles, if not reading defenses, but but maybe crucial third down drives getting stopped. Um, what's the over under for this game? Do we know? I couldn't imagine it'd be more and more than more than forty. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be low scoring. It's forty four. Forty four. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd probably ride the under on this game. I don't think there's gonna be a whole ton of offense and a lot of field goals kicked. So EY playing or no? Who? Who? EY Hilton. No, no, T.Y. he's Hilton's not. Out another two oh, weeks. Okay, all right. Yeah, Pascal so is. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, but he played last week, and we don't even know what he did. Yeah. So I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take uh, Indianapolis with the uh, with the spread for this game, definitely. Um, and while I'm accumulating Miles' pick, um, if Brissett for some reason were not to be playing in this game, does that change y'all's opinion on this game at all? Would that change your opinion, Dre? Uh, he's playing, uh, but. Yeah, if he wasn't, uh, I, I, I'd take the Jags, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it looks like uh, Miles has picked Jacksonville as well. His proxy votes Jacksonville to upset on the road. And that'll take us to what I call and what Dre doesn't call the snoozer of the week. We have the Jets visiting the Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins, a one-and-a-half-point favorite at, in, at home. And so uh, starting us off will be Miles. Miles has picked Washington to cover the spread in this game. And we'll switch over to Dre. Dre, who do you have winning in this game? That's that. Why Why are the uh, Redskins favorite in this game? I guess because the Jets have been, have been playing so terrible until last week. Dwayne Haskins is starting once again. He's actually starting for the rest of the year. So that's Correct. a downgrade for, for, for that offense. Even though guys, uh, guys will be back this week, but uh, you know the Jets' are offense is starting to click. Uh, Demarius Thomas is playing like a young Demarius Thomas, so I'm gonna take the Jets to win. All right, perfect. Again, I'm taking. Again, I'm taking. Yeah, you were the one that called it last week. So congratulations on that. You were the lone Jets provider last week. I'm picking the Jets to win on the road as well. I don't think Washington's looking to win a game. I think they're just looking for experience for their young players. And the Jets are trying to showcase that they are good, even against bad teams. 
and Sam Darnold's, uh, I think, stopped seeing some ghosts. So he's going to have a good game. Paul, why don't you chime in here as well? How are you feeling about this game? I'm going to fade the Jets off that win. Uh, Washington's offensive line is getting healthy, too. Um, I don't know. I mean, these are two bad teams. I just feel like that I do agree with you that Washington doesn't care about winning. But, you know, Gates got the dreaded vote of confidence today. So this is a perfect time for him to go shit the bed. So I'm going to take Washington straight up. So you're taking Washington to win? Yep. Ooh. Wow, but no points. Yeah. Or are you going to take the points? Yeah. I with mean, the points. I mean, I'm going to take <laughs> You went 180 on me. I thought you were going a completely different direction with that. Okay. All right, Vaughn, break this tie. Who do you have in this game? I got a side with the Jets as well. Um, I'm not sold on the Redskins' offense. I think the Jets' defense looked terrific against the Giants. Even let up all those points. Jamal Adams was an amazing player blitzing last week. So, I got to ride with the Jets again. I mean, if they lose to the Redskins, I really don't know what's going on with this football team. So, I'll take the Jets on the money line and, you know, plus one. Take them straight up. All right, perfect. Now, Miles is screaming at me to head back down south as he wants to see what that pick is going to be as the Saints travel five-and-a-half-point favorites uh, going to Tampa Bay. Um, Miles has said the Saints will cover and cover easily. So, let's take that over to Vaughn. Vaughn, how are you feeling about those Saints? They go marching in to get a win? Yeah, I'm, I'm riding the same train. I think it's a game, but I think the Saints come away with this one and they cover. Uh, Five-and-a-half is a little low considering – you know, just last week's blunder, but that was last week's blunder. I think they're going to run the ball this week. They're not going to be down by, you know, 14 right away. All right. Dre, you feeling the same way on this game? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I, I, I know the Saints are going to win, but I don't, I don't, I don't really like that line. Tampa Bay has been scoring a lot, a lot of points. And, uh, I mean, we do, I do know that you should bet on the over on this game. That's a fact, but you know what? Uh, I think the Buccaneers have actually played very close games the last couple of weeks. They've been putting a lot of points up. Um, so I'm going to take the saints, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say they don't cover Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, maybe maybe the Saints win with a field goal. <clears throat> okay. All right, Paul. Are you feeling the same way about the Saints, or are you a little bit more confident about the Saints' play? No, I feel the same way as Dre. Uh, outside of that dome, they're a different team, and Drew Brees might be hurt, and they lost their All Pro guard. So, uh, you know, Tampa's gonna score, and I. I that was the most head-scratching loss I've seen in the NFL in a while last week. I, I don't, I still don't know really what happened to just get dominated up front by the Falcons, who barely could fall near all year. So I'm going to go. The Saints are going to win, but Tampa Bay is going to cover. Okay, and I'm taking the Saints to win and cover. Uh, apologize to Vaughn and Miles in advance. But the uh, the Saints, uh, I think they'll have a statement approved. I think they're, their offense is going to be clicking. Defense may come up, come up with some key stops. I think Tampa Bay is going to put up points, but I think it's going to be meaningless points. Um, I, I agree a little bit with Vaughn that I believe it'll end up as a one-score game, or I'm sorry, a, a single-digit win, like a nine or eight, eight or nine-point win. But I don't think 
it'll be as close as the, as the score says. It might be like 30-14 and a garbage touchdown by Tampa Bay brings it within single digits. Yeah. Um, something in that nature. So um, I'll take New Orleans on the road with the spread. Uh, Miles leading the way on that one. So we will then take our talents to the West Coast as San Francisco plays host to Arizona. San Francisco, an 11.5-point favorite with the visiting huh. cards. So we will start this one with Dre. Dre, how are you feeling about them Niners? 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Could you believe it? Wow. You know, I'm, 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 I'm still, uh, I've been, I've been saying it the last couple of weeks as well, but, uh, the Niners are not as good as everybody thinks they are. Uh, so I do believe they're going to win this game, but it's going to be, you know what, that, Niners are going to start hot. They're going to score a couple points, uh, but but the Cardinals are going to come back. So um, I'm going to say Niners win, but they don't cover. Perfect. And let me go over to um, Vaughn. How are you feeling on this game? Yeah, I'm similar with this one. I think I'm just going to be uh, backdoor cover for the Cardinals, similar to the first matchup on Thursday Night Football. Um, it could be a trap game. Niners just came off the loss. You know, they still don't have George Kittle, but ultimately I think Kyler Murray is pretty good. He's going to handle his own. They'll get that backdoor cover, make it single digits. So Niners win. Looks like Miles is picking San Francisco to win and not cover as well. So keeping things going. Paul, how are you feeling on this game? I, I feel the same way, but I also feel like everybody feels that way. And that could be bad news. Um, yeah, just be careful with this game if you're going to take the Cardinals. Um, but I, I, I'm going I'm to ride with the rest of everybody else. But I feel like everybody thinks exactly how we're thinking right now, and that's usually never good. Yeah, I'm thinking the same way, which is not good for anybody, which would be our first sweet pick. And so I apologize to everybody and everybody betting in Vegas that I'm feeling this way. But I don't think San Francisco covers either. Next thing you know, we're going to make these picks, and tomorrow Kittle's, Kittle's going to be running full strength on the field, and we're going to look really <laughs> dumb. So um, hopefully that's not the case, and now Sanders is doing hurdles or something. So um, I do think San Francisco wins this game. I don't think that's a doubt, but Arizona can put up points, and they played this game close last time they played, I believe. It was a close yep. game, you know, and it was, it was a big three points. Yeah. I'm, look, so, I'm going over I'm going over the stats, and it says that 81% of betters are – Going with the Cardinals. That's 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 pretty scary, right that's, there. That is that is scary. 80-20 rule, boys. If it's eighty twenty, you better go the other way. You better be in the twenty percent. So by by the twenty percent, you're saying pick the San Francisco 49ers with the spread. Yes. Yeah, it's never too late to switch, Ernest. That's so such risky business, all because of the odds and trying to play Vegas. Now I'm not even playing the game anymore. Let's let's do another pick before I think about that. Let's go to Oakland real quick and talk about the Oakland Raiders. And I'm right. This is the last game, right? Yep. Yes. All right. Usually I go, I say it's the last game and you guys are like, no, there's another one. My bad. All right. So this is the last game. Oakland is playing host to the striving Cincinnati Bengals, the race for DSC Sace. And Oakland is a 10 and a half point favorite in this game. So um, I will start this one with Paul. Paul, how are you feeling about Oakland being 10.5-point favorites against Cincinnati? 
I don't know. It's like one of the ones I like to bet is if you if you get embarrassed, they are professionals, so they got absolutely embarrassed like a little peewee team last year. Um, I, 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 Oakland's going to win, but Cincinnati's going to cover. Okay. Uh, it looks like uh, Miles is feeling the same way. They believe He believes Oakland will win this game, but that they will not cover. Vaughn, are you on the same side as that? logic i actually think that the spread is way too high i agree with that but i think oakland will cover this game i think the Bengals are pretty checked out and their defense is not going to be ready for Derek carr to light them up i think Carr's definitely going to be looking for a big game josh jacobs may have a huge game with the terrible Bengals rushing defense so i think the raiders should cover you know win by 13 or 14 points all right dre how are you feeling on this game yeah, I definitely agree with Vaughn. This is going to be a Josh Jacobs game. He's going to have a huge game, and they'll cover easily. Bengals suck. Yeah, Bengals yeah. do I, suck. Yeah, I, think, I don't think there's any doubt that Oakland's going to win this game by how much. Um, you know, Cincinnati has, in the beginning of this season, were playing games real close. I mean, it was, they were covering spread left and right where we thought they would get demolished. Um, I'm going to uh, write that Derek Cartrey. Not, not just Jacobs, in my opinion, but it will be Derek Carr. Um, I think Darren Waller will finally uh, get his groove back. He's had a bit of a hiatus from fantasy relevancy. Um, I need it. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people do. And Tyrell Williams may may get back on that touchdown streak because Oakland has a very reasonable schedule for the receivers and, and, and just the throwing game in general. So um, I do like Oakland to cover the spread here. I am going to uh, change my pick in the San Francisco pick. I'm taking San Francisco with the spread. So... Make that change. I'm, I'm going to succumb to that. So we'll see how that All works right. out. Um, and uh, last question: Should should we start Joe Mixon? <laughs> oh yes, my mistake. Yes, this is a Joe Mixon game. Why, why? 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 How did I forget that? Yeah, expect Joe Mixon to have big <laughs> numbers in this game. It'll be the only points that Cincinnati scores will be a red zone Joe Mixon touchdown and about a 15 yard out Joe Mixon touchdown. And that 15-yard out may or may not be a screen pass or it'll just be a handoff. It'll be one of the two. But Joe Mixon will have a big game. He'll be very relevant. We'll be talking about how Joe Mixon is back because Cincinnati's featuring him on their race to Desi Sace. But um, keep that in mind. If you're a Joe Mixon owner or Joe Mixon's available in your league and you don't have trade deadlines, I am recommending go get him. He's going to be he's gonna have a big game. All right. So when it comes to our fire round, we have finished guys luckily we don't have 135 minutes of editing to go through this this week and we mm. thank everybody who went through our our podcast last week um we promise uh, as we noticed that not a lot of people finished that podcast and probably fell asleep we understand but uh if you are a avid listener or you're following along with us on twitter uh keep in mind you can purchase your into the lab t-shirts on designtree.com slash overtime heroics and you can get on there, get one for 25 bucks, customize with your name if you want, and be a part of our team. Maybe you'll be on the show one day. A special shout-out to a fantasy football player in my fantasy league, Ross Condra. He kicked my ass, so kudos to you. It was, it was a bad loss, but I appreciate the ass-whooping. My team will beat your ass in the playoffs. and Or beat your ass in the playoffs. I don't even know how I said that right. I'm half asleep. Here we go. Um, special thank you to Just Paul. To Don Von Dalesville, Dre Rogers, and Miles Bloomquist, Bloomquist, wherever you are, appreciate you guys very much. 
for being a part of today's episode. Special shout out to Steve Reisner and John Matthews for your name being a part of the show as well. And um, everybody have a great weekend betting. Hey, you hey, guys Ernest, want to have any sign-offs? Yeah, hey, Ernest, hey, if anybody's listening, look, go look up Dre's article uh, on Overtime Heroics uh, about international fans. It's a great read. It's something I've read. I've read a lot of stuff on the internet. It's one of the greatest things I've ever read. Great work, Dre. And please give it a read. It's it's definitely worth your time. Yeah, Dre, huge, huge kudos. Because I was starting to read that before we got on, on the phone today to talk about it. Absolutely love what you're doing, man. I think that's going to be a great segment they include. If, and that should be a featured article um, whenever you're putting those out there, whether weekly or bi-weekly. We have a great job on that, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate, I appreciate all the love. And... Uh... You know, shout out to Claire the Bear for uh, sharing her story with us. Uh, you know, it, it's an amazing story, and and I agree. You, if you have a chance, please uh, head over to uh, Overtime Heroics and uh, give that uh, give that article a look. Um, you'll, I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy it as well. <clears throat> follow all of us on Twitter. Go to our Twitter handles at the beginning of this episode. Follow us. You'll see all of our other podcasts that we're a part of, including some fantasy movie and uh, football drafts including some of some Falcons beat writers. I think uh, Miles said he just came out with an article himself. Um, and so, you know, follow us and, and give support to Overtime Heroics and us as, as writers and analysts and reporters. But we appreciate all of you who have listened with us, followed us through the season. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great one, guys. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.